probably a few years ago, the big conversation was like, oh, SaaS, and there's no more of these one-time licenses with maintenance. And I think we're well beyond that kind of point where no companies are really scaling and, and delivering a ton of value to their shareholders by being like an on-prem or one-time kind of fee software company. In our first episode of a series of conversations with Michael Denari, head of global spend and business systems at Canva, the leading graphic design software company, we hear from the procurement expert on his experience in the field that led him to building out a procurement org from scratch, what the shift from accounting to sourcing looked like, and how the continued and rapid adoption of SaaS will impact the procurement industry forever. Let's dive in. I tell the story of uh, kind of graduating from UC Santa Barbara, not really knowing what I wanted to do. I was lucky enough with my grades to get an accounting internship at a company called Sonos, a speaker company actually based in Boston or kind of dual offices in Santa Barbara and Boston. And so I was doing accounting, doing a little bit of credit and collections, a little bit of account receivable after college. I was like, accounting sucks. What am I going to do next? And there's the procurement team was part of accounting. And I there's one guy in particular, Dan Core, who was wheeling and dealing on the phone extremely loud on, uh, you know, with 40 people on the floor. And I was like, that guy's really cool. I like that. <laughs> it's probably a little bit of an inclination to go to sales as well. And so, yeah, I dug in a bit and kind of aligned with the procurement leader over there uh, to, to move over as a program manager. So kind of focusing on reporting and the travel program and cards and really process and policy and reporting. Uh, and he, he kind of closely mentored me. The, the, the fun story uh, or, or how this sort of comes all the way around is that guy who was negotiating on the phone and really mentored me. Uh, he wasn't the leader. He was just a sourcing manager. I just hired him to run strategic sourcing and procurement at Canva. So kind of life comes full circle. And it's kind of been awesome to, to come back around and be collaborating with him and handing the reins to him to be kind of driving the procurement strategy for Canva, specific strategic sourcing. What was it like when you first made the shift from accounting to sourcing and procurement? Like, what was it about procurement that you left so much to take it all the way to where you're at with Canva? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that I, I kind of helped negotiate one deal when I was still in accounting. It was like a credit supplier in Canva who had a portfolio of companies, uh, kind of like a GPO, and was negotiating terms. And I just remember being very adamant on the terms, but the procurement leader was there. So I think like the, that initial draw was a little bit of the hustle, a little bit of the fun, a little bit of the gamification. It kind of felt like speech and debate back in my high school days of trying to be a little bit, you know, game, game things and manipulate a little bit or just the right amount. But I think like the evolution of that to like stay in procurement was really kind of tying that all together. And I think like negotiation is fun and that's what you're in a procurement. The big deals, a little bit of glamour, but policy process and systems, uh, kind of being in that world the first year gave me a really unique lens into just how inefficient a lot of companies run. Like when they're buying things, like it was really surprising to me in their travel programs. It's like, this is not very organized. This is not a good employee experience. Sonos is supposed to be a great company. And, and when I talk to my peers and when I get how, you know each job that I've jumped into, it's a common theme. It's a tough, these are tough problems to solve. And I don't think I realized that earlier in my career. And so my passion has really been about kind of taking all those things together, the policy, the process, 
definitely the systems that can deliver the right employee experience and the right outcomes for the company through been uh, kind of building those vendor relationships. You found your passion where you're meant to be. Yeah, for sure. So we know the continued adoption of SaaS is forcing procurement orgs to reorient themselves and to retrain. So given the quantity of SaaS tools in a company and it continuing to grow, how do you see your organization, others in general, changing to keep up with the pace and where that industry is headed in terms of SaaS growth? Yeah, no, this is the, the, the big topic, I think, in our industry right now with just the proliferation of SaaS in general. And so like, I think that probably a few years ago, the big conversation was like, oh, SaaS and uh, no, there's no more of these one-time licenses with maintenance. And I think we're well beyond that kind of point where uh, no companies are really scaling and, and delivering a ton of value to their shareholders by being like an on-prem or one-time kind of fee software company. And so I think as things have moved to SaaS, the biggest trend that I've seen is just there's so many of them. And I think like you've got funding in the Bay Area, ridiculous valuations, tons of startups coming out of the woodworks in every single direction. And I think as more and more SaaS companies come out, they're solving more and more niche problems. Um, and so it used to be that you would have a governance tool that would include security, privacy, legal, and try to be more broad. But now you can, you can come out with a software company that's just solving one of those use cases really well and be really successful with it, which is very cool because, you know, software is solving really complex problems for people at uh, every company and, and particularly growing ones that need to scale. The challenge becomes that there's a lot of choice. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of employees that you're hiring when you're scaling that have used a certain tool and are preferential to it. Uh, there's a lot of tools that do very similar things and it's about how you maintain them and manage them. And so you can be successful with one tool that actually probably should have been better because on the other side of your organization, you had somebody who had a little bit more experience with administering the tool or implementing it. Um, and so it becomes very, very challenging, I think, to wrangle your arm, A, to wrangle your arms around all the SaaS that you have is number one. And then number two is how do you drive kind of policy and, and preference around what you have? Like, do you really want to be the team or supporting finance or in collaborating with finance, to like shut down certain apps from happening because, hey, we like monday.com and marketing, but we think that Jira should be the enterprise-wide tool. That's a tough conversation to have. Like there's a, there's a lot of nuance and functionality these days go to every SaaS page and you see 50 features and three editions. And there's a, it's pretty easy to argue why one tool might be better than another for certain use cases. So tying that all together into how your company is A, going to manage them, and then B, going to drive kind of standardization uh, is, is an increasingly complex challenge. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Buy Side. Hosted by Vendor, a SaaS buying platform for ever-changing B2B SaaS sales. Curious how we can help your company save on SaaS? Get a free savings analysis today by visiting us at vendr.com slash save. See you next time.